Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with partner and managing broker at 8Z Real Estate, Amy Terry. She began her career in real estate at just 16, rising up from answering the phones to a top producing agent to now a partner and managing broker for one of the most successful real estate firms in Colorado. She has bought, sold, rented, flipped, developed, and held all kinds of property, continuing to grow a portfolio of real estate, providing her financial freedom beyond her successful career. Amy is passionate about helping people build long-term wealth through real estate and leading her brokerage with authenticity and vulnerability. Enjoy this interview. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Where are you located? Uh, I'm in a suburb of Denver. Okay. I love Colorado. I just went up to uh, Castle Rock about three weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not too far from there, about 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, coming from Kansas City, anytime you can see an ocean or a mountain, it's quite miraculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. We kind of take it for granted, but it is beautiful here. Yeah, you know, and I was asking my friends that, but I think they're always cognizant. I, you know, you obviously get desensitized when you're around anything for too long, but I think there's probably always, it's just a different environment. I mean, nature is kind of the cornerstone of that world, whereas it's it's a different kind of thing here in Kansas City. So, um, Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, well, hey, great to meet you. And to begin everything, I want to ask you, the last three years going through COVID was quite a thing. How did you survive it? And how did it change you now that we're in this kind of post-pandemic era? Oh, gosh. Um, I think it really, I mean, I've had a lot of situations in my life that uh, brings you back to the little things that we take for granted. Uh, and I think that's the biggest thing I I realized how much I love hosting and entertaining friends and family, how much I love traveling uh, and, and kind of what fuels me when we couldn't do those things. Um, my dad was also diagnosed with lung cancer during COVID, which was also super scary timing. And, and, um, and he's actually, you know, he was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. They gave him 90 days, which was very shocking. Um, but he's been in, uh, at the time it was experimental immunotherapy and we're coming up on three years. He's still with us. So, um, I think we were as a family almost more affected by that than, than COVID. Um, but yeah, it's just taking, you know, appreciation every day. And for me really carving out time to spend with my parents as much as possible. Um, and just valuing your friendships and family and and getting to be able to get together. Um, honestly, my business didn't change a whole lot. We were very fortunate. Um, you know, I'm one of the owners in our brokerage and I, I can remember vividly getting on a zoom when all this started and, and really, you know, brainstorming, how are we going to keep our staff? How are we going to make this work? And then, you know, real estate exploded and we ended up having a record year. Um, so we were really fortunate that our business thrived through COVID. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have that struggle. But yeah, I think just all the little things that we take for granted every day, it was a good reminder of what's important. And I will say I saw a lot of huge shifts with my client base as far as spending more time at home, spending more time with their kids, spending more time with their spouses. Um, for better or worse, I think some people realized that maybe their home was great and they couldn't ignore it anymore yeah. um and then i think for others it created a lot of really great connection yeah for sure so let's get to the actual essence of what you do on a daily basis i'm going to put you in front of a bunch of sure. third graders career day 
one of the kids says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? Gosh, so I wear several different hats. So it kind of depends on what hat I'm wearing at what moment. Um, my roots and and a lot of what I still do is I sell houses. I work with buyers and sellers and and help them buy and sell homes. Uh, I'm also then a managing broker. So when I'm wearing that hat, I am mentoring and coaching and teaching agents, recruiting agents, um, helping them build a successful business. And then I'm also a partner and owner in the overall statewide brokerage. So when I'm wearing that hat, it's making a lot of staffing decisions, financial decisions, um, overall goal setting and planning for the brokerage as a whole. Um, so it depends on the day, but those yeah. are kind of the, the three roles that, that I uh, work in. So when you were in the third grade, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a singing cowgirl. That was nice. like... <laughs> When I was little, that's really what I wanted to do. And then as I got a little bit older, I really wanted to get into criminal law. And uh, that's actually my undergraduate is in criminology. I was on my way to law school uh, and just sort of uh, my senior year of college, I'd been accepted to law school and just sort of second guessing if that's what I wanted to do. And I was working at a real estate office through college just as an admin and uh, went to my boss just because I valued his opinion. And he said, if you're not sure, do a year deferment on your law school and get your license and come work with me. And that was 18 years ago. And it just kind of took off and never looked back. Do you ever look back and regret it and think, I wish I would have done that? Or are you anything like uh, that? I was kind of able to do both because when I started in real estate, I also started working as a victim's advocate for the police department uh, on a volunteer basis. So I worked with a lot of crime victims. I went through the court process with them. And um, I also interned with the DA in college. And that helped me realize, unfortunately, our judicial system is a business. Uh, and you go in with all these ideals of, of what it's going to be. And, um, you know, I had some really good conversations with my parents and my dad said, you know, you don't have to dedicate your career to making a change, but the money that you make in a career, you can put that towards making change. Um, so I wouldn't say I regret not going into the criminal aspect of things. Sometimes I still think about law school just because I'm a nerd and I love school. And, uh, but if I went now, I would probably go for real estate or water law. Um, because water in Colorado particularly is a big thing. I mean, it's nationwide, it's a big thing, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm always, but that's what's cool about real estate is that every year is different, every day is different, and you can consistently challenge yourself and learn a new avenue. And I think that's why I've never gotten bored. I'm always, um, you know, I've done development, flipping, um, I'm an investor myself, mentoring eight like there's just so many avenues you can challenge yourself I so I know long long very long answer no I don't regret going yeah. into real estate so who's been kind of a hero for you in your life oh gosh I'm gonna get emotional um my dad you know yeah. both my parents are really phenomenal and especially the older I get yeah. I realize how lucky I am to have parents that are really like my best friends uh, they are both big risk takers and they both have really big hearts. Uh, and they've always encouraged me to do whatever I want to go for. Uh, and they've always kind of taught me too, that money comes and goes. And, um, but what's really important is the experience and what you're doing with your life. And, um, so yeah, they're really good mentors. And my dad was a, 
he was head of Disabled American Veterans, um, so ran a nonprofit, and he's a really great resource for me running a business and, and bouncing ideas off of him and, and his experience. Um, so yeah, both of my parents are huge, huge influences in my life. And then the founder of our company who, you know, again, the older I get, I think there's no coincidence. I just happened to start working at, you know, their, their brokerage in college to pay bills and made a connection with him. And he's been my mentor my whole career. I've known him since I was 18. And he has really pushed me out of my comfort zone and pushed me to do things I didn't think I would be good at. Um, you know, he pushed me to become a managing broker and a leader in the company. Um, so I feel really fortunate that I met him. Um, and he's just super, super intelligent, super innovative, and um, also a very big heart. You know, I think the people that I surround myself with, it's, it's a heart of service. And, and, you know, yes, you can create a successful business, but what does that mean if you're not sort of helping people or giving back. Yeah, for sure. If you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be? Oh, gosh. These are hard questions. <laughs> um, you know, the person that comes to mind right now is Oprah. Yeah. Uh, and maybe not for the reason a lot of people would think. I think she obviously has so much to provide. Um, but I just turned 40 this year and I don't have kids. Uh, and that was kind of a hard transition for me. I, I sort of, for me, 40 was always the cutoff. Like if I didn't have kids or wasn't pregnant by then. Um, and she's in a unique position where I think she's a mom to so many people and yeah. particularly with the schools that she has in Africa. So I'd love to just kind of have that conversation with her of like, was it a conscious decision to not have children? And how does that feel now that you're older and, and it's not an option at all? Um, and also just there's so many things I would want to ask her. I think she's such a phenomenal person. She's always number one on the list of meeting people. I bet. I bet. <laughs> so with Oprah, for instance, there's obviously a high level of motivation in her. What is that for you? What mm -hmm. is it that gets you out of bed, makes you grow, makes you work as hard as you do? I think in my career, I'm really driven to help people build long-term wealth. And I think real estate is such a wonderful vehicle for that. I also feel very blessed that I have set myself up in a great financial position. I have a career that I really love. And so on both sides, whether it's with clients or with my agents, I get really excited about helping them reach goals and you know, helping them envision a life and helping them realize that that is possible and helping them get there. So I think that's the driver for me is um, helping people find their highest potential and, and real estate can create a lot of freedom for people to pursue other things, you yeah. know, and, and, and follow their dreams, but still have a financial base for it. What's been your favorite client success story so far? I think my favorite client story, um, I met her probably about 14, 15 years ago, and she was a single mom and had at the time, I think Sophia was about four years old. 
um, met with her. She wasn't sure if it was going to be possible for her to buy. We were able to get her a perfect little townhome for them. And in that process, we got to know each other. And I kind of had shared my story about owning rental properties. And she got super motivated by that. And so bought that townhome. A couple years later, she called me and said, I think I'm ready to do what you're doing. So we turned her primary into a rental. She actually bought another townhome in the same community. Um, so moved a couple doors down. And then in a couple years, she called me and she said, uh, you know, one of my neighbors wants to sell. I want to buy it. So she bought a second rental. Um, and now Sophia's starting college, uh, and she's been involved in the whole process. So now she just bought a property where her daughter's going to school for her to rent while she's in school. And the other two rentals, she said, are honestly putting her daughter through school. So it's just a cool, it's not a get rich quick scheme. It's a get rich for sure, but it takes some time. And, you know, it was over 14 years. She now owns four properties. Yeah. Um, and her, it's cool. Her daughter's interested in it. She's come to all the closings and she knows those will eventually be hers. And, um, so that one's a, that's one just been a really fun thing to watch. And she's a bank teller, you know, she didn't think she was ever going to be able to do the things that she's been able to do. And it's the great thing is the rental properties, you get a raise every year. Um, So yeah, that one, that one's probably one of my favorites. So of all the things that you've done so far in your life, what are you the proudest of? I would say I'm most proud of the team that I built as a managing broker. Uh, You know, we have a huge culture of abundance. I feel like I've created a great environment that people enjoy coming to work. Um, I think that it's a fine balance of focusing on production, but also viewing that person as a whole person and how do we make sure everything is flowing and, you know, if things aren't good in your personal life or your health or whatever, it's certainly going to affect your business. So I would say I'm most proud of the, the team that I built and the people that I've surrounded myself with. And um, I'm just really proud of all of them. And, and it's been really cool to see them have successful careers uh, and I can't take obviously all the credit for that, but I think that's what um, I feel really good about. Yeah. So if you had a dream tonight, you ran into a 20 year old version of yourself, you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained in your life up to this point. What would you tell that young version of you? I would probably tell her to have a little more fun. <laughs> Um, you know, I started hustling at a young age, um, which is great. I mean, at 40, I've set myself up in a really good position. Um, but I think I could have had a little more fun and and taken my foot off the gas a little bit more. Um, so yeah, I would probably tell her, enjoy the ride a little bit. Don't be so hard on yourself. Um, which is hard to say, because, you know, who knows where I'd be if that was the case too. But, uh, and I think also, you know, I've really... I focus so much on my career. I wish I had, had focused a little bit more on my personal life at a younger age. but um, And also just kind of trust the process. Don't overthink everything. It'll work itself out. For sure. So everyone out there has a perception of you, family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Gosh, are such hard questions. <laughs> this is the therapy session. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, gosh, I would say I know that I'm a very driven, uh, goal-oriented person. Um, I have to have something I'm working towards. That's what I kind of thrive on. Um, 
I have a big heart for animals and dogs uh, and kids. Um, and yeah, I mean, the older I get, I am really learning to cherish the moments, the really great moments with friends and family and the, the kind of quiet moments. Um, but yeah, and I, I would say I'm also a very spiritual person. I'm a very connected person. I'm very empathetic and aware of how I affect other people, how my energy affects other people, how they affect me. Um, yeah, I don't know if that answers that, that the answers question, it. But yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you like the best about living in Colorado? Well, I'm a, I'm a little biased because I'm born and raised here. I'm actually sixth generation. My dad's family has been here forever. Yeah. So part of it for me is the people, right? Yeah. I mean, my, my tribe is all here. Um, but obviously the outdoorsy side of it is beautiful. I'm not a skier or a snowboarder, which blows people's minds that I live here. Um, but I love hiking, um, paddle boarding, being out in nature. Um, so the opportunity, I think it's such a good mix of like, we still have a city and there's so much going on, but you drive an hour out and you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. So I think the accessibility to everything and also really the more I travel to, Colorado is a really health conscious state. Um, yeah. So it's nice to be surrounded by other people that take care of themselves and, and fitness and nutrition are, are a priority. It just makes it easier to take care of yourself when everyone else kind of feels that way. I get that feeling when I'm there. Yeah. The, everything you said makes sense. That's why I like it so much. So if anyone wants to hire you, learn more about you, anything about your world, where can they go? So my Instagram is probably the best place to find me. Um, from there, I have a link tree that will take you to all kinds of other places to get more information. Uh, but that's Amy Terry, 8Z Realtor. Um, and 8Z, just so you guys know, is the name of our brokerage. And it's we're Colorado-based and all the zip codes in Colorado start the number 8. So that's kind of the story behind the name. Um, and then just old school, you can email me, amyterry at 8z.com. Um, but yeah, I think that's the easiest way to contact me. Okay, excellent. Amy, thank you for your story. Thank you for opening up. I appreciate it. And send all my best to Colorado. I already miss it. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Hey.